Hi everybody, it's Barry here again from Turning the Page and this week's um, podcast vlog is about tears. Look, I knew there had to be an ocean of loss behind the lifestyle mask that they were um, presenting to me. You know, for all the stories of trauma they had managed, actually managed life quite well. Everything was in its place, uh, compartments for this and that and rooms of memories, you know, best kept locked and securely walled up. <laughs> Everything was under control, supposedly. But uh, just like a camel carrying uh, too many straws, this, this last one, small as it was, was one that broke the, the camel's back. And uh, they were exhausted from the weight of keeping everything together. Uh, their body was actually beginning to break down. It, it couldn't cope with anything more, with the load. It, it, look, our bodies, it was never meant to be. And they needed to cry. And it was only just a couple of words that I said, and, and the tap just began to f turn on and, and flowed. All I said was, how are you? Then quickly, uh, apologies were made um, for their tears. You know, they tried to... <laughs> snatch composer, composure, but uh, the facade had cracked and their face was absolutely awash. I too at times have cried like a waterfall, you know, deep emotions just bursting out without any ability to hold them back. They just flow out. At times uh, it's been by myself, but more often with others, and actually sometimes not safe others. Um, people who, who didn't know quite what to do with a few milliliters of tears. They felt um, awkward, so they tried to fix me, advise me, save me, set me straight. Worse still, some uh, went out and blabbed about it to others. All I wanted was to be known and loved, uh, to be held securely with, with the quiet presence of, of another person. That's all. <laughs> or perhaps uh, some tissues and a glass of water. That would help too. But... Uh, there is a time for the deep to be known and held, uh, to know that you're not alone with your hurt. Uh, as I wrote this this morning, I, it was it's springtime here in New Zealand, and I walked out into the garden and I could smell the perfume of flowers just filling the air. You know, flowers competing with each other, trying to outdo each other for attention. You know, colours, sounds, smells, all remind me of something. Um, very, very deep in my being, something sort of that is just beyond my grasp. And as remember, as the first man and woman, Adam and Eve, left the Garden of Eden, they would still have had the memories, the aromas, the taste of delight in their thinking. And it's still in our memories too, still um, deep, deep, deep down, unbeknown to us, you know. We, we have uh, a longing for something akin to that garden experience. You know, harmony, wholeness, peace, beauty, unity, joy, all in a perfect, unending experience. You see, I was made uh, for another world, not this one. <laughs> you know, and I have a, like a toenail in Eden, but I'm sitting on the outside and it hurts bad. C.S. Lewis puts it well when he said that, uh, if we find ourselves with a desire that nothing in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is 
that we were made for another world. And uh, I, that's so true. Uh, there is a longing, and sometimes uh, the loneliness just washes out through one's eyes. And so we, we gravitate towards um, the stories of happy endings. <laughs> we make up a world that is as close to Eden as, po as we possibly can. We grow our gardens, uh, we plan our futures, we extract the honey, <laughs> uh, smell the roses and think life is good. Then uh, a storm of broken world reality smashes into us. Yeah, we, we discover how our supposedly secure world is broken. It hurts bad. And uh, under the tears there is, there is a groan of this isn't how it's meant to be, and I didn't deserve this. And for people with it, I just say, yeah, I agree. And, and we grieve to, together about it. See, doing the work is hard. Facing the truth can be hard. Um, knowing the pain can be like a, a hollowing out of the soul, a splitting out of anything redundant and past its use-by date. And uh, being real can be too real for some. It was, it was actually a whole nation of people that had um, been sent out of their promised land. This is a story in the Bible. You know, Israel had been uh, carted off to exile in a foreign land. Reality hit home hard. Laments, tears, pain, anguish. In fact, a whole book had been written about the trauma. It's called Lamentations. It's a good name for it. Yeah, and could you write a book about your pain and struggle? <laughs> uh, your writing could be the soil out of which something uh, new emerges. And those tears are softening the hard crust of self-protection. Well, there's a beautiful little song in the book of Psalms that talks about when the people came back from exile. It says this, when Jehovah brought us back, his exiles to Jerusalem, it was like a dream. How we laughed and sang for joy. And the other nations said, what amazing things the Lord has done for these people. Wow. Yes, glorious things. What wonder, what joy. May, may we be as refreshed by the streams in the desert. That's what it was like, a refreshing stream. Then it goes on, it says, Those who sow tears shall reap joy. Yes, they go out weeping, carrying seed for sowing, and return singing, carrying their sheaths. Psalm 126. I found that those with a deep sense of joy always have a backstory where um, many tears have been shed. It's, it's like you can't have one without the other. And, and, and every tear is an investment, like a reality trip into truth. And uh, whenever I personally cry deep emotional tears, it, it feels like I'm being washed out. You know, something has been uh, emptied out of me. Also a feeling of being tired, very tired. Sort of a need to, to curl up and sleep with someone safe somewhere in some, with someone safe, to be held. And there is something wonderful that God has provided in the chemistry of the tear. 
emotional tears contain protein-based hormones, yep, prolactin, adrenocorticotrophic hormone, and ludoflaglam, <laughs> which is a natural painkiller. Nice drugs that can help us in our time of need. Look, um, tears can bring us to a place where we can discover what truly, truly matters the most. Grounded, uh, we look to see what remains. Um, we, like uh, those lamenters of old, discover compassions. Um, because, and this is what Lamentation says, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Lamentations 3, 22-23 The loss hasn't consumed you. It may feel like it, but there is a remnant left. God's love is there for you, as faithful and consistent as a sunrise. It's tough, hard, and so, so draining. <laughs> but in the presence of compassion, we rise again. We begin to see what truly matters. The little things, such as um, the gift God has given in providing a natural painkiller in the chemistry of our tear. Uh, maybe it's a sunrise, having a friend, uh, a home to live in, a gift overlooked. Uh, one of the shared experiences that you have when you go through, say, the death of someone close is the realisation of what truly matters, that life is short and people matter more than things. Uh, like a stalk of wheat is gathered one stalk at a time. Okay, well, you may think combine harvesters, but to gather that wheat in, it's work. And picking a crop of anything, it's hard work, I've done it. <laughs> it's attention to the detail of whether it's ready for harvest or not. And joy is in the details of what we focus on, the little things often overlooked. We begin uh, to look at what truly matters, and we give thanks. Um, joy droplets join other droplets, and <coughs> soon you have a trickle, and then the river. Uh, it's a deeper joy you're after, not the fizz and pop that goes flat after the cap is taken off. No, no, you don't want that one. You want a joy that is one that um, flows deep in your veins. Something you something unshakable. For that, well, you have to focus on the little moments brought uh, to your attention and train the brain to soak and mould itself to them. It's work. Joy doesn't just rock up on your door and say, I'm here. No. It's you, with some intention, unlocking the door, swinging it open, and laying out the welcome mat. I think many of us um, need a friend to feel safe to lament with. I had someone uh, call me the other day about some, some work that they wanted me to do. And the conversation went something like this, and uh, I said, hi, uh, how are you? And they said, uh, can't complain, who would listen, with some laughter behind that. And I said, I would. That's just me. <laughs> I, I just listen to people. I knew very little of their story, but I did know that they had suffered a loss in their family. 
but you know they were getting on with life um, the best that they could and you know I do hope and pray that they uh, have someone that is um, safe enough to lament the loss with uh, so often though um, Many people try to sweep it under the carpet, don't they? Sweep under the rug. The traumas of their lives and, and the tears that have not been shed and so on. They haven't felt safe enough to lament the living and the losing in this broken world. Instead, uh, something else begins to grow. The opposite of joy. There is uh, bitterness, resentment, anger, entitlement and a a kind of demand, demanding this, that to make things right, they demand the Garden of Eden without going through a valley of tears. Look, I would encourage you, don't sweep the pain under the rug. It will only result in a mouldy, growing lump <laughs> that you and others will uh, trip over. Life is hard and was never meant to be walked alone. Uh, when, we, um, when we shed our tears, what we most need is to have uh, someone hold us. And that is all they say. <laughs> Here's some quotes. Uh, I believe there is a profound correlation between gratitude and joy and the absence of gratitude and despair. Dan Allender. Uh, most of us are spared life-wrenching tragedy. But none of us escapes the heartache of living in a fallen world. Dan, Dan Allender. Do you want joy? Then open your heart to suffer. Suffering involves the ruthless paring away of all that will keep joy at bay. Dan Allender. What is joy? I can no more define joy than I can beauty. Perhaps it is best to say that joy is a touch of sweet madness that comes when we sense God is closer to us than our own heartbeats. Dan Allender Joy has little to do with moments of success, reward or honour. It is related to circumstances, yet is not centred on something working out well. In fact, most of my joy has come within the frame of dark and troubling times. It has come in the midst of heartache and confusion. It seems uniquely related to death, death of a friend or even a friendship, the death of a dream or an illusion that masqueraded as a worthy desire. Death has been the inevitable frame for joy. Dan Allender Abundance is waiting to be plucked like lush fruit on a tree. All it requires is the willingness to delight in its plump fragrance. <laughs> and eat. I always, and eat. I always try to preach from my scars and not my wounds. So talking about depression is not in any way a wound for me. That was from Nadia Bolsweather. Here's some questions for you to answer. What's it like for you to shed tears? Number one. Number two, have you got a mouldy lump under the rug where you have swept your pain? Number three, what does it leak out in you? Can you define what joy is like? 
hey, um, I hope you found this helpful and that um, you'll learn to be okay with tears. And uh, if you've got an email, if you want to email me and ask me some questions or anything like that, just it's barry at turningthepage.co.nz. And just another big thank you to those people who regularly uh, give to uh, supporting what I'm doing here. If you want to become one of those, it's a minimum is a dollar US dollar a month. That's pretty cheap, isn't it? And um, <clears throat> you can find out more at turningthepage.co.nz forward slash support. But until next week, I pray that you'll um, have a harvest of, of joy, little joy moments. Okay, bye.